That was Free Forever by Popcorn Kid featuring Lau. And that single, of course, was put out by Aztec Records. And um, Lau is going to be on the show later as my guest. And, of course, um, she's not just a solo artist. She is co-founder of Aztec Records, so I'm extremely honored to have her tonight. My name is Karen Zoe Lee. You're listening to Night Ride FM, and it is 10 a.m. in Seattle right now. And I'm airing now so that I can reach some of our listeners out in the U.K., in Europe. I know it's always like 2 a.m. or later when I'm airing and and y'all can't tune in. I'm sorry. (laughs) But you know what? My son's back in school. Uh, He's he's in preschool. He's in a class of six right now. They're social distancing just fine. I think it's better than trying to get a bunch of five and four-year-olds on Zoom. Whatever. (laughs) So yeah, I'm back and uh, I've got some, I got a couple premieres. Uh, I've got some more Aztec hits and then I'm going to bring Lau on. And we're going to we're going to hear from her. So this morning, Yoru sent me something. And he was lucky I was awake. Because <laughs> he sent me um, the finalized version of something that's coming out October 26. And of course, this is a song from his upcoming album. And it features the guitar work of Dimmy K. This is Yoru and Dimmy with Let's Play. I've been making more comparisons between Mattel Electronics and Television and Atari. Different games with the same result. Look at Atari basketball and in television. I think in television plays much more like real basketball. 
Here's Atari soccer and Intellivision. Again, I find Intellivision more sophisticated and lifelike. If you try them both, I think you'll find the clear winner is Intellivision from Mattel Electronics. That was Let's Play by Yoru, featuring Demi K on that one solo. All the other guitar work was Yoru, dueling guitars. That's so cool. Glad you're doing that now. But, uh, man, Demi K. <laughs> by the way, they're in the chat room right now, so go on in there and shower them with praise. I can't wait for that whole album to come out, because everything, everything on that... I, I, I haven't heard it all, but I can tell you right now it's going to be worth it. <laughs> I got one more premiere for you before uh, Lau's premiere. Um, Lavalette is from uh, New Jersey. It's actually a beach town in New Jersey. And he's been sending me some singles, and he's got this lovely singer on there, Sophia Sorrentino. And here's a song called Wasted Love.
Wasted Love by Lavalette, featuring Sofia Sorrentino on vocals. Absolutely lovely. So that one will be out October 30th. Yep. Sweet. All right. Let's get to some Aztec music before I get Lau on here. So Sunglasses Kid and Prima the Alien released something recently. I've played it for you a couple weeks ago. This is Fixing Me With Love.
That's Fixing Me With Love by Sunglasses Kid and Primo the Alien. Love it. Love her. And you know what? Best Korea is in the chat room. He says he wants to collab with Primo. So anybody who's listening, um, let's advocate for that on social media. Embarrass the heck out of both of them. <laughs> That'd be great, though. I would love to hear that. I hope they both got time for it because I'm on board. Mm, you know who else Aztec signed this year? Zenith Volt. And here is his most recent single, Hold On. That was Hold On by Zenith Volt, one of my absolute favorite Aztec artists. So great. 
So glad I found him. And I heard of him before he got signed. I was so excited when he got signed. And to Aztec, too, because they have such an amazing roster. I got one more song for you before we bring out, uh, well, before we premiere Lau's new single and then bring her out to talk with us. Um, this is off of Griff's new album, Calypso Drip FM. And uh, if you're in the mood for a little sexual healing, this one's for you. This is called Jesse. That was Jesse by Griff from his most recent album, Calypso Drip FM, which as of last week has hit 18,000 plays. Way to go, Griff. That was amazing. (laughs) 
All right. All right. Our time has come. It is time for the premiere of Lau's new single. This is a song called True. That was True, the new single from Lau from Aztec Records, who I have here with me. Good evening. Hi, Karin. How are you? I am wonderful. It's morning in Seattle. It's, it's evening in the United Kingdom. Yes. yes it's, uh, it's evening in London, yeah. And it's getting cold and, and dark very early now. Yeah. You know, here too. But it's, it's similar. I visited London uh, last November, and I've noticed the climate is very similar to Seattle. Felt right at home. Oh, yeah? Well, there you go. There you go. Very cold. That's why I'm planning on moving to Barcelona. <laughs> oh, really? Barcelona. Yes, I'm, I'm planning it. I'm planning it. It's taking a little while because of the pandemic and everything, but I'm moving there for sure. I just don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but it's happening. I wish you the best. That sounds that sounds awesome. <laughs> I would love to move overseas right now. 
Yeah, you uh, should come and visit. Yeah, absolutely. So that was your uh, that was your third single as a solo artist. Was that right? Uh, fourth. That was your fourth single. Uh, what was it that that made you decide uh, that it was your turn to have a little bit of the spotlight, come out and do some music all by yourself? Well, we um, we worked with Nina um, nearly a decade, so we worked together for about nine years. We wrote two albums. We we toured the world a few times, and I think it was time. It was time for both of us to kind of follow our own path. Um, she wanted to explore more of a rock side, I think, and um, I wanted to explore more of my pop side and synth pop, which is what I love. And I wanted to start singing my own songs. So the songs that I've been writing all these years, I wanted to start singing them. So even though I used to do backing vocals uh, with Nina on tour, but to actually write and perform and, and just to to become the face and the artist, you know, um, for me it was a big step. I was always used to being in the background. So, yeah, it was a bit of a challenge, but I think it was it was the right time to do it. And I'm happy that I did it because uh, it's been really rewarding. It's been great. No, I've I've absolutely loved it. This is um, I was surprised because I didn't know that you were uh, a singer. You know, oh. I, I knew that you were a drummer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I never know who's doing the background vocals of, in, in songs. I need, uh, you yeah. know, until recently, I haven't really been paying attention to the details in the credits. But yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I also didn't know right away that um, Aztec is yours. Yours and a, a, a partner, right? Yes, yes. It's, uh, I set it up. Uh, I set up Aztec Records 10 years ago as well um, with my best friend, Ariel. And um, he's based in Argentina. I'm based in London for now. Yeah, we're, it's, it's all been growing organically and it's been great. We represent over 20 artists now. So we, we release a lot of music, as you've seen. Uh, and you've been great, a great supporter of the label. It's been, it's been fantastic. But yeah, in terms of the, the Nina albums, I was always, uh, well, I was the the co-writer I was, we were a band of two people really so we wrote everything together and and then we'll find producers and we'll rehearse and we'll do everything you know together so i think not many people knew that i that that i, that I sang basically a lot of those songs i would sing them and and try them out and then pass them on to nina and she would try them out and and change them or whatever and etc so it's interesting and it's uh i think people are pleasantly surprised to to hear my voice is very different, very different from Nina's. Uh, we, we, we're opposites, but we also work very well together. Um, but yeah, we both have very different styles. Yeah, it's been it's been great to see because you know, a lot of people going solo that yeah, did, didn't know they did that. Yes, Josh. Josh? Yeah, Josh. Uh, Josh Daly, I think he, he's gone or he's singing. He's got a beautiful voice as well. Yeah. Um, and I know him from playing guitar with Oliver Ride and, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's writing some amazing songs by himself. So it's, it's nice to see an artist, I think, to see another side of an artist, you know. It, it's completely different what you do depending on who you collaborate, you know. So it's, it's, it's very interesting for me to see, for myself as well, for my own development and, and to see where I'm going with this, uh, with this album. So I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. I've I've loved it so far, and uh, it's it's Good. been nice seeing your individuality. You know, I, I love seeing yeah. teams, and I love collabs. And I've seen your name on collabs since then that I've really loved, like like Power Rob. I'm, I'm pretty good friends with Rob, and uh, he talks to me yes. a lot about like what he's doing for you. Yes, we well, we just we just signed Power Rob to Aztec recently, and. Uh... It's a great story because I, I posted a, a little thing about Freddie Mercury. Um, I'm a big Queen fan. And uh, and he messaged back going, oh, you're going to like this cover that I did. And he sent me a, a recording of him singing Save Me by Queen. And um, his vocals are impeccable. He sounds like Freddie Mercury, you know. Uh, if he wants to, he can sound like him. And, um, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy is amazing. He can really sing. And I said, we should do something, you know, because obviously he's doing, he's got so many bands and, you know, rock projects and synth rock and all sorts of things. And I said, you should do something, you know, maybe try a little bit of, a bit more synth wave, a bit more, um, let's try something for you as a solo artist and see what happens. And and uh, we we collaborated on a couple of things, but yeah, there's a song called um, Strong that we wrote with Ophelian. And uh, initially we tried it uh, with Nina and I think it didn't suit the album 
So in the end, yeah, Rob ended up singing it and he sounds fantastic. I'm glad he took it. Yeah, I, I always thought that he was so talented. I was I was happy to, to hear that he was working with you because I've, I've noticed that uh, the Aztec roster is full of a lot of people that um, like they've got these refined skills and something. Yes, yes. We, we, we love to, um, we kind of recognize the, the, the raw diamond, if you like, you know, the, the potential yeah. of the, the raw talent. And, and we help them, we just guide them a little bit and help them team up with other people. You know, we've got tons of producers that need vocalists and vocalists that need producers. And we're just kind of connecting the dots. And um, it is a bit like a family. You'll see lots of collaborations among all our artists and, and they remix each other. And, you know, and that's great. I think that's, that's awesome. I love that. So that, that's the idea anyway. That's, that's what we're trying to do. So what do, you, uh, what do you look for in an artist when you're looking to sign? Or do you, um, do you look to sign or do you just wait until you hear an artist and the sound hits you and you decide you want that on your label? Am I making any sense at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Um, there's, there's different things. So it could be in the case of Rob, for example, his, his voice. I was just in love with his vocals. So I thought he can sing anything. You can throw anything at him and he will sing it amazingly. And he needed, he needed songs and he needed to find, you know, he, he was writing, but we were kind of working together on the production side, guiding him a little bit. In most, most cases, it's actually, it's a song. You hear a song and it moves you and, and it's fantastic. And then, then you got to assess, well, what does it need? Is the production good enough or... Is, is it that the mix is not good enough maybe it needs a bit of work or the mastering is not done correctly or the performance or whatever so there's so many aspects sometimes it's the image the image doesn't go with the music that you're listening to or, so there's so many aspects to a and r and to sort of product management if you like so uh, that that's our job that's what we i guess we we just see it very clearly what what each artist needs and they're all so different they all have completely different needs there are different stages in their career different everything so um yeah we just which is there to provide whatever they need you know yeah and uh talking to rob it sounds like like you are very good at identifying what those needs are and uh teaming people up and making them shine yeah well we try we try so um as far as your solo work goes is that is that going to be indefinite or is this like a one-off project that you needed to get off your chest and you're going <laughs> to focus on the label i mean where does it go um, from here no, I mean, this is, this is it for me. I mean, I, I love it. I love it. I think this is uh, my first of many albums to come. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I found, I found myself. I found my voice. I think I finally dared to, like you said, step into the spotlight, where, whereas I, I was really afraid to do that for, for decades. I always worked in the background and in, in duos, in bands. I, I was never just myself. And I'm still terrified, you know, but it's, it's also rewarding and, uh, and challenging. But I, I found a sound that I really like. I know what my references are for music that I love, uh, bands that I admire and, and that I hope I can sound similar one day, you know, so people I look up to. So I think it's, a, it's the beginning of a, of a nice journey for me. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, and, and Aztec will continue, obviously, always on the side as well. I, I do both. That's, that's who I am, you know. So some of those uh, some of those artists and bands that you look up to are we talking about pre synthwave? Um, yes, yes, for sure. Well, I, I was well, yes and no. I mean, some some current and some classic bands, but like I said, Queen. You know, I grew up listening to I don't know In Excess, Roxette, uh, Madonna, of course, um, Prince, lots of artists from the eighties and early nineties, and then bounce from these last 10 years that I love, you know, artists like Robin and um, Haim, uh, I don't know, there's just too many, you know, Christine and the Queens, anything with it that is that is pop, but it's got an 80s sound to it. I love, I love that kind of stuff. So those are kind of my references or my influences. Um, as far as uh, singing goes, where would you, where do you think you get your influence as far as your, your vocal sound? Um, what, from the scene itself? Nowhere. <laughs> nowhere because the scene the scene is full of instrumentals and there's only about five singers out there i mean there's not a lot of really good vocal synth wave or synth pop out there i don't know that there's a lot of instrumentals 
and, and they're amazing. And I get sent hundreds of instrumental demos all the time. But good songs, good vocalists, um, there's not a lot in the scene. I mean, I think I can count them with, with my two hands, you know? I, I don't know, I don't think I sound like anyone out there. I think my voice is quite particular. <laughs> um, I, would, I would say so, just because, you know, occasionally I hear a singer, uh, a current synthwave singer, oh, she sounds like Paula Abdul and Madonna, like, together. Like, you can tell what she uh -huh. listened to. But, but with you, not so much. It's it's very much you. You got your own got your own sound. And maybe you can hear, like, slight influences. Like, um, do you try to emulate uh, any particular female vocalists from the 80s? No, because I can't. I just simply can't do it. I, my, I think my voice is quite restricted to what I can do. You know, I'm not technically the best vocalist out there by all means. So I do what I can. I, I sing how I feel it. I sing lyrics that mean a lot to me and um, and I love harmony. So I, I, you're always going to hear three, four, five harmonies stacked up together in, in all of my songs. And that's something that I love and that I really respect when I hear it in uh, in songs, I love harmonies. I, I'm always listening to harmonies more than the lead vocal. There's, no, I'm not trying to sing like anybody, just simply because I can't. I can't do it. I just sing like I sing, and that's it. Have you talked to Rob about that? Because I've had the same discussion with him, and he argues with me. Well, the thing is, Rob is such a talented, uh, technically gifted vocalist that he can emulate anyone. He can sing like Michael Jackson in a heartbeat. He can sing like Freddie Mercury, you know, two seconds later he can emulate all these amazing vocalists because he's got the range and he's got the techniques to do it and he studied for years to do that and that's why he, he's so versatile he's amazing i can't do that i'm not at that level i just i'm just singing from the heart and i'm singing how i can sing and how i enjoy singing and and that's it really for me did you know that he's a vocal coach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't tried to talk you into that yeah, no, no, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to take vocal lessons. I just don't want okay. to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I think I took one to like learn how to breathe a little bit. And maybe when I start touring, I might get some coaching to, so I don't hurt my vocal cords or anything like that. But I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not that, um, right now I'm just writing loads and recording loads and I'm not worrying about, the technique you know I don't want to change the way I think um, but I will need to learn how to breathe properly how to warm up properly and all that when when touring starts maybe in a year in a year's time I mean not now but I'll cross that bridge when I come to it yeah that's totally cool I was just curious because uh, I know if you mention it to him he will he will tell you everything he knows <laughs> yeah he's awesome and he does all these like videos on youtube and tutorials and all sorts of things so yeah yeah i, I could ask him for a few tips i probably will when i start touring yeah so i'm heading down on sunset and the stars begin to fade and the street lights start to flicker as the sun's reborn I swear I had no 
let's go back to the way, way, way beginning. When did music enter your life? Um, I started, I think my first, first band was with like girls from high school. Uh, we were like 16 years old and, and, and I remember everyone picked an instrument and I just, I was mesmerized with the drums and I thought, yeah, I just want to play drums, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I started around that age, around 16 and um, just messing around. We had a couple of little gigs uh, where friends came around, you know, but, but then eventually I thought, I really like this, you know, I, I want to make it a career. So eventually when I moved to, to the UK, I, um, I went to college, I did music college, I went to university, I got a music degree, etc. And, and I thought, okay, I just want to, I want to do this properly. I want to be a professional musician, you know, and then I, I, I kind of went on, on tour with lots of pop stars and played lots of session drumming, you know, for many years. But yeah, at the beginning, it was just drumming and a little bit of singing on the side. But Was that when you uh, took your first crack at songwriting was with those girls? Um, not with them. I mean, with them, we were, doing, we were just messing around. And no, I wasn't writing songs. I think that started after I left university and I, I picked up the guitar. So my, my brother taught me a few chords on guitar when I was younger, obviously. And, um, and yeah, I just started. In fact, I paid my way through uni basking in the tube. So I was basking in the underground, oh. playing guitar and singing covers in the underground in London for, for a couple of years. It was good money. It was really good. That's cool. People were throwing coins at me. <laughs> yeah. It was good. And then that, that's the weird thing. But somehow I didn't believe in myself as a singer. So, or I didn't believe in myself as a songwriter, you know, 20 years ago. Now I do. Before I didn't. So it was a journey I had to, I had to go through. So um, at what point did you decide that uh, you should start a label? Um, that was also a little bit of, I think it was destiny because I used to work in a, I was a receptionist in a rehearsal studio for a little while when I, when I came to London and um, my label partner, Ariel, he, he showed up to rehearse one day and he was like, oh my God, you're from Argentina. I'm from Argentina, you know, and, and we chatted and, and he was like, oh, we need a drummer. Do you want to play in my band? I was like, yeah, sure. I played a few gigs in his band. And then he was like, look, I'm going to set up a label just to release my my own songs, you know, and I said, hold on, I've got like, I know lots of musicians and lots of artists. I can bring lots of artists to your label and why don't we do this label thing together, you know? And that's all it was. And I started signing all my close friends that were musicians at the time. And uh, that's how it started. It was more like a passion project, you know, like let's do it for fun. And we never thought 10 years later, we, we're actually making a living from it and, and doing this professionally, you know? It's it's been great. Wow. It's been great. Yeah, and it's grown a lot actually as well. In ten years, I can so Aztec is ten years old. Ten years old, but the, the first few years we were very very passive. We weren't doing much at all. We were really I would say the first three or four years it was just you know, we were developing Nina. We only had like two or three artists. We were doing very little. Um, just getting our way, trying to learn, you know, the industry, how it works and um, how you should invest your money and what you should do and what you shouldn't do and and just learning from experience. So I think it took three or four years until we said, okay, let's do it properly. Let's start finding more artists, you know. Uh, but yeah, but but on the uh, on the paperwork, yeah, we are ten years old. We are. And has has Aztec always been with the uh, synthwave genre? Um, when we started, it was all a little bit more pop. So we started as a kind of pop label synth pop we always loved that kind of music anyway and then around 2012 2013 when synthwave kind of started yeah we were one of the first ones because we were we were mainly working with nina we were developing her and and kind of guiding her finding her sounds and you know so so yeah we you can say from the beginning of synthwave we were there so we veered from synth pop to synthwave and and now we do both we do both we love Pop I do too. That's why I like the label so much because um, you see it all. You take them both. You like vocal and non-vocal. Because I, I came yeah. into the genre uh, with an interest in the, the instrumental cinematic sound. But, you know, yeah. the, in my heart, I really like a well-written song. Yeah. Pop song. And so I'm, I just came right back to the vocal 
synthwave. And I, I've been watching the Aztec label and like Popcorn Kid, that's another one that you recently signed. Yes. Uh, he's awesome. I've been talking about him for like a year. He's he was featured in uh, the Rolling Stone when he was what, twenty one years old or something? Yeah. Yeah, he's really yes. young. I mean he's only twenty something, twenty three, I think. Now? Yeah. And he's also he's he's a lawyer. I mean, he's just about to graduate and do his masters, I think, but it's incredible. Like he's multi talented and um he's a fantastic drummer as well, if people don't know. Um but yeah, he, he surprised me. And also one day he just sent me he designed a logo for me. So he's also a graphic designer. Like it's insane the stuff he does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I mean obviously he's in India and I just I was really excited because I, I didn't know there was any synth wave in in India. I just didn't know. And uh I don't think there is much of it. So um I was excited to to sign someone from India for the first time, you know. It's been really cool. He's awesome. Yeah, I think he's one of three artists out there. And they're all spread out too. And like they're not in the same town. Yeah, I bet. I mean it's huge. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's great. He's great. We we, we did a song together. Um and I love it. I love it because he was back to my synth wave roots, you know. So yeah, it's, it's I think people liked it. He's it's been doing well. And who was the last artist that you signed? Was it uh, was it Adam? Adam Siana. Yes, yes. We signed him recently as well. Well, we just released his single um, in the night. He came out um, last week. Yeah, he's awesome. He's Swedish. Well, half Swedish, half Indonesian. And he's fantastic. It's, it's just one of those things. He sent us that song and we were like, oh, this song's amazing. Like, we don't have to do anything to it. You know, we just help you release it. And, and now we're kind of helping him write an album and and keep releasing music. You know, I think it's it's important for artists to have a label behind with, with a game plan and with encouragement and guidance and, and, you know, let's get it done. You know, we give you a time frame. We'll help you, whatever you need. Whereas you can have, all the talent in the world, but if you don't know what you're doing and if you're just going around in circles and it takes you six months to put out a single, it's not going to work, you know? You need to have some sort of encouragement, some accountability, someone to go back to and say, hey, guys, what do you think of this as the next single? That's that's basically our job is to guide them and to have a game plan, you know, and promote it, of course. It's been great for all of them because some of the artists that you promote aren't necessarily signed to the label, right? Isn't it just sometimes uh, Aztec will work on an album? Yeah, yeah. Most most, most of our artists, um, they are not exclusive to us. I mean, uh, some are, some aren't, but we just like a record or a single or, or an EP and, and we'll, we'll release it. Or if they released it on their own and they, it didn't have much traction, we'll re-release it for them. We do it properly. We'll, we'll you know, get our... 13 people on board and, and, and try to launch that properly and work on the next release, you know? So yeah, yeah, we mainly sign music that we love. We don't necessarily sign the artists, but we sign the music. And some of them are exclusive, like I am exclusive to Aztec, of course. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> Friday Night Firefight, for example. Um, Sam is an amazing writer, um, mm-hmm. amazing producer and writer. So uh, we've signed him exclusively because we want to work with him for a long time. Ns84 is a fantastic French producer. I'm writing my whole album with him. He's also exclusive to Aztec. And yeah, there's, there's a, a few artists that are exclusive to us. So so we know we can work with them and, and have a game plan in the long term and achieve bigger results rather than just a single or an album. You know? Do you have an ETA on the uh, your album? I do. I do. I've got a, I've got a release date actually for the album which i haven't i haven't announced yet <laughs> it's okay if you're not ready we don't have to do it now <laughs> but but i will say the month it will be out it will be out in february february okay awesome it will be out in february because i'm releasing a couple more singles before the year ends and then january is going to be pretty dead anyway and yeah i think february also is my birthday on valentine's so i thought february would be a nice month to release the album my first debut album I can't wait to hear the rest of it. It sounds so heartfelt so far. Yeah, I think you're going to like it. If you like synth pop, you're going to like it. I do. I, think. I do. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make you dance for you, for sure. I mean, that's no question about it. It's going to make you dance. It's going to make you feel. I can't wait. <laughs> and uh, I imagine it's going to come out in some physical formats. Yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to do, yeah, obviously vinyl, CD, cassette, mm-hmm. the usual. And I'm planning a deluxe version of the album. And I've got already some amazing remixes lined up. Um, Sunglasses Kid did a remix of uh, Recognize. Droid Bishop did a remix of Stunning, which is amazing. Ooh. Madel Ving doing a remix of We Had Magic. I've got Luke Million doing a remix. I've got some really big, big guys doing some amazing stuff. So, yeah, that deluxe version is going to be amazing. Cool. Is it going to be the same artwork as the, uh, the poster? Uh, no, no, no. So the poster was just for, for Stunning, for, the, for my first okay. single. Um, no, no, it'll be a brand new artwork, uh, which I'm working on right now. So. Cool. Yeah. That means another poster, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll send you one. <laughs> who, did the, uh, who did the graphics on the, the Stunning poster? Because I like that. It was actually, he's kind of like a fan, but he's an amazing designer from Mexico. Um, he goes under Disco Disco MX. That's kind of his his name on, on social media. His name is Luis. He's from Mexico. And he, he did a lot of T-shirts and merch for a lot of the Synthwave guys. But he just sent it to me. He was like, I love that song. I love the artwork. Look look what I've done, you know. And I was like, this is amazing. Let's just let's, let's do it. Let's just sell these posters and see if people like them, you know. Um, and I printed a huge version of it I got in my studio behind me, so... It's it's nice for me to visualize something and put a, some sort of aesthetic to what I'm doing. You know, it helps me focus on on the sound and the music. That's awesome. I love it when that happens. When uh, like I think Ollie Ride, same thing. He he had a fan, well, foreigner art, just kind of drew a picture because he felt like it, and he put it on his T-shirts for his tour. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's how the synth fan works. Every fans and artists work together, and there's merch and the other fans. Yeah. All the time, I get people, they constantly, they, they keep sending me logos. Like I've had like five or six different logos from people that they just like to draw and design and, you know, they know the aesthetic I'm going for and they get inspired by the music, I guess. And that's so nice. That's really nice, you know. So I love it. I love when fans go out of their way to, to do something for you. It's just beautiful. I bet your name is fun to draw. This is three letters. is. <laughs> I know. It's fun to work it's with. Short. <laughs> Yeah, nice and short. I know, I know. So um, the the stickers that you just released too, um, was that a fan? No, that one is actually, that's the, the only thing I've, yeah, I've used the designer for. It's Jimmy Synthetic. He's amazing. He's, he's designed the Sunglasses Kid logo and animations. And I'm a big fan of his work. And, and I said to him, can you help me design a logo? I didn't have a logo until a couple of weeks ago. And uh and he designed that, and I thought, this looks amazing. And uh, we did some holographic stickers for Sunglasses Kids. So I thought, oh, they look fantastic. They remind me of the early 90s. I used to collect those kind of stickers. So I was like, I have to make some, you know, I have to make some for myself. So, yeah, that's how that came about. But I'm going to send you some. So I'll send you some as soon as I get them. Oh, cool. Thank you so much. All right. I want to thank you for coming on the show, Lau. And uh, thank you for letting me premiere your single, True, which comes out November 3rd. And you heard it here first. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank this you is, so this much. has been an honor. Thanks, Karen. It's been great. And uh, it's nice to finally talk to you. You know, the voice on, on Grief's album, I finally get to talk to you. It's great. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I want to thank all the listeners at home in, in the IRC chat, on YouTube, Discord, and uh, I'm going to play us out with another Lao single. Uh, what do you think, Lao? You, <laughs> you can play Stunning. Go on. I love that. Song. All right. Yeah, thank you again for being here. This is Lao with Stunning. Have a good night.
You gave me nothing I won't fall in. 